Welcome back to the Dental Bright Bites podcast. Today we have David Gross from Car Healthcare Realty. Car is the nation's largest dental specific commercial real estate agency. So today on the podcast, we're talking about how to renegotiate your lease. And before you think, you know what? I've been in this space too long. I have a great deal. My landlord doesn't negotiate. Take a listen because you may have more power than you think. And keep in mind, CAR is a nationwide firm with over 80 brokers. So you might have someone in your area that could help you out. Without further ado, let's get into the podcast. So David, the way that you normally have worked with my customers is you don't charge them anything. Uh, And in fact, if they end up working with you and you negotiate their lease, you will have the landlord pay you your commissions, which is wonderful because I know that there's companies out there that charge upwards of $10,000 just to negotiate the lease. So at what point should uh, someone consider bringing in someone like you to help them negotiate with their lease? Excellent question. Um, so no matter what, if, if they call us or call someone like us, a commercial, hopefully a commercial specific real estate mm-hmm. person, sure. um, the, the key is to bring that person or ask that person to, um, to, to review their lease. I would say is if possible, two years out, mm-hmm. um, a year and a half out, but the key is to start your negotiations your, or your lease renewal negotiations a year out. And, and I meant to say this earlier, but all services from us to the doctors are a free service. And a lot of times people are go, wait, wait, what? How is that possible? Or what's the catch? The catch is it works. It, it works just like residential real estate in the fact that if you've ever bought or sold a house, the seller pays the commissions to the, mm-hmm. to the, to the agent or broker, it works the same way in commercial. So, um, there's some companies out there that charge north of $10,000 for these services. We, yeah. we put it in a contract that in a legal contract, we don't, you don't owe us anything. Our commissions come from the landlord. If we can't get paid, that's on us, not you. Um, yeah. and, and so, and one last tidbit before I forget, actually, um, a lot of people have said to me, you know what, Sarah, my lawyer is doing that for me. And while a lawyer is a vital part of your team, it's really important that you have someone on the front lines actually negotiating this for you or helping you with it. A lot of times that's not your lawyer. Your lawyer is the one reviewing the actual lease and the fine print of the document. Having someone uh, that's a broker or in the real estate world that can help you with this and better understands it will get you a much better deal. Having the right team in your corner is vital to your success. Um, that, no, that's that's, that's great because, I mean, in the past, I, I know some people that have worked with either lawyers or uh, national companies that do lease negotiation, and they've paid incredible fees Um, and then, you know, I've talked to a lot of people about you and brought you into a lot of my clients and they're all like, wait, so he's not going to charge me. What's the catch? Right. Um, And and I would ask the same question. What's the catch? Right. Because nothing in life's for free. Um, the, the, the real answer, the real answer too, is, you know, most, most of the times, um, I would say 99% of the time, you know, in, in building rates and fees that the building's already set, 
that's already accounted for. There's no way that the doctor's going to, you know, that's already a piece of it. And if they don't ask for help, that's just, it's just free help that they're missing out on. So, um, you know, it's already there. Take advantage, take advantage of, of someone, right. Hopefully it would be us or someone like us. Um, but yeah, I mean, and also, you know, a consultant versus some other areas, they're not licensed brokers or agents. And and a lot of times they're out of state and they don't even have licensing in the United States or in that specific state. So Mm -hmm. when you're renegotiating with the landlord, if there's no threat whatsoever that the doctor can move, you're not going to get the best possible deal. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I mean, it's just, it's what I like to call the slip and fall at McDonald's. You slip and fall at McDonald's, you walk up to the manager and you say, I'm going to sue you. They're like, okay, yeah, sure. If your attorney sends a note in the mail and says we're suing you, it's serious. And that's the mm-hmm. same thing, the same thing with this. So, um, you know, our, our, our goal is to get the doctors the best possible deal um, and obviously earn their respect and hopefully refer us to an, a, a colleague or friend. I mean, that's how their business grows and ours grows. So we yeah. truly, we truly want to help them avoid any, any, you know, costly pitfalls and, yeah. and mistakes because you only get a chance to do this once every yeah. know, 10, 10, 15 years. So now, um, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of my customers will try yeah. to, they believe that, you know, I've been in this space for 20 plus years. My landlord's my, my patient. I know I'm getting the best deal and you and I know that that's not always the case. Yeah. Um, what does like, what's the process just quickly here of like bringing you in? Um, how does that benefit them as opposed to just trying to go at it themselves? Yeah. Uh, good question. So, um, I, the number one thing I always hear is my landlord is the toughest. They won't negotiate with anybody. And, and then you start peeling back the layers and you're like, yeah, actually they do negotiate. Um, mm-hmm. The number one mistake a doctor can make is, is even if they, you know, they are a patient or a, or a, uh, um, you know, another dentist, even we've had that, um, Mm -hmm. is saying the wrong things, reaching out, you know, directly engaging the landlord. What typically happens accidentally, something is said, oh, I just moved in my space. You know, we did a build out nine years ago. I would never move, but I know I'm paying over market rate. Well, right there alone, you just told the landlord, I'm not moving, you know, I, yeah. so you have no posture in the process. So yeah. the, the key thing is saying the least amount as possible. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've had people that were literally, we've had dentists that their oral surgeons are their landlords. We've had, you know, all kinds of scenarios where people were on boards of dental associations together. One was a building owner. And they were paying, you know, uh, 40, 50 cents above market. So if you don't, if you don't, you know, have a third party look at this, you never know if you're getting a fair deal or not. And and sometimes you're, you know, your best clients, you know, your best tenants, I guess I should say, um, you you know, may may not be getting the best deal because they just haven't looked at it like that. They haven't asked for it. So, um you know, just having someone to come in and help you 
uh, analyze the market. And there's a lot of clients I say, hey, listen, you got a good deal. Leave it mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. You know, um, so it, it's just it, it's every major Fortune 500 company does this. Starbucks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Whole Foods, Amazon, you name it. They all renegotiate their leases. The banks, you know, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, they all renegotiate their leases and the landlord's play ball with them because they are mm-hmm. a threat to move. The, the dentists need to know they can move. And uh, just a real quick tidbit, when a, when a dentist moves out of a space and they convert it back to just empty space for, for the next type of user, non-dental user, it typically costs $30 per square foot. So if, if a dentist were to move, it would cost on a thousand square foot office minimum of $30,000. So, and then you've got broker's fees and then for you've them got to redo the, to, to the... redo the space. Wow. And then the other thing, Sarah, you know, is, I mean, every dentist wants a different setup and configuration, right? So yeah. even if you found an empty dental office and you said, Hey, this is a great spot, killer location. Mm-hmm. The next dentist coming in is going to want typically 30 to $50 per square foot to freshen up the office and to, you know, move some things around, even if it's just minimal. So kind of going back to my thousand square foot example, 30 bucks a foot on the low end, that's $30,000. And then you've got lost rent and, and, and and broker fees, even if it's, you know, uh, one broker or two minimum on turning a dental office over at least to another dentist, you're looking at probably a minimum of a hundred thousand dollars. So for them to, for them to make a concession to an existing tenant of $30,000, $40,000 is actually a savings to them. Yeah. Savings to the dentist who's there, who doesn't want to move. It's just our clients, our doctors need someone to help explain that. And, and, and what's the cool thing about cars, most of our folks, including myself, have a background in dentistry. So if you can communicate that to a, a non-dental person and explain mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen, then, then, the, then the landlords will typically, you know, they will make concessions. So yeah. that's powerful information. So, I mean, basically the, the moral of the story is when you're two years out, it's going to cost your landlord more for you to leave than it is for you to stay. So yep. you have more power than you, than you might think that you do. And um, if you get the right person in there to help you negotiate it, because let's face it, most, most doctors, uh, that's not their wheelhouse is negotiating. Right. Um, so if you bring someone in that can help you negotiate that, then you're in a pretty powerful position where you can get some good improvements done. So absolutely. Cool the, stuff. The, the, the key is what we call is having options, right? You got to have options and you have Mm -hmm. to have time. So the less amount of time you have on your side, the harder it is. And having options on the table gives you leverage. So those are the two things you need is, is time and, and leverage, right? So even if you don't want to move, because I mean, we've done, we've helped people that have been in their space nine years. So, I mean, it's, yeah, you you know, it could be a brand new office. So anyways, cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for the information. Absolutely. Thank you, Sarah.